Today on the show, I'm going to talk about why happiness is not the path. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Please continue to rate, review, and share it with a friend. If you know someone that you think would benefit from this, share it with them. And this is how we get the word out. Also, if you're enjoying the content that I'm providing for you, please make a donation. Help support the podcast. It's a free show, and you can give what you like, what you feel that you got out of it. And this is a way I can continue to bring you these episodes. Go to the podcast website at thestoryofmepodcast.com, and on the contact page, there's a donate button. You can also go there to submit your own questions for the program, and also for links to follow me on all social media. Okay, now let's get to it. Beautiful am I, bountiful am I, blissful am I, why? Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where my guests and I share personal stories from our life and explore the psychological insights that were learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your understanding of your own psychological patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. For those of you who are new, my name is Amarjit Singh, and I am your host. And for returning listeners, welcome back. It's good to have you. I hope everyone is doing well today. So today I thought I would talk about happiness. It's something that people spend a lot of time trying to reach or trying to maintain or trying to attain this experience of happiness. And what is happiness? What is it but a sensation that creates this feeling that we enjoy? And we strive for this in everything we do, right? We engage in behaviors thinking that the outcome will make us happier. And we create a life because we want to create the circumstances that will give us the most happiness. But what I'm about to tell you is that this is not the objective, the goal in your life should not be happiness because what this is doing is it is setting you up for disappointment and discouragement. So look at what happens in New Year's, right? Everyone makes a resolution to do something differently because they want more happiness in their life. And so they say, okay, this year I'm going to do more yoga. I'm going to go to this yoga center every day or three times a week or whatever it is. Or I'm going to go to the gym. 
and I'm going to work out so that I feel better, so that I will be happy. And you can see that both of these are goals are, are to create a sensation, a feeling, and this feeling of happiness. And so what happens? We go to the gym, and what happens? You go to the gym in January, and it's crowded, right? The first few weeks of January, maybe even the whole month, the gym, the yoga studio, all these places are crowded. And then three months down the road, how full is that gym? How full is the yoga studio? And why is that? Why do people get discouraged so easily from their goal of happiness? And this is the question, right? Is you go to the gym, and or you go to the yoga studio, or you go running, or whatever your idea is to create this happiness in your life, because it doesn't matter the exact activity, but it's just this desire or this objective that we have to remember. And and we go to the gym or we go to the studio and we start to create this vibration, right, of the gym, of feeling good. So we work out, we lift some weights, we run on the treadmill, and we start to eat healthier, all with this intention of feeling better, feeling good, feeling positive, and creating a life full of happiness. And we do this a couple weeks go by and we do this or we go to the yoga studio a couple weeks go by and we're feeling very good and we're feeling happy and we think this is working. I'm happy. I've never been so happy. Right? People will say this uh, by the end of January. They're still saying, oh, I'm so happy. I'm feeling good. My life is going well. And then what happens? They have something in their life, some turmoil, whether it's uh, the relationship that they're in isn't going well and, and terminates, or they lose their job, or something happens, some turmoil happens in the life, and all of a sudden that happiness that they had from the month that they put in in the gym or in the yoga studio or on the track, whatever it is, starts to go away, and they start to lose that feeling of happiness. And then they start to get sad or depressed or most likely discouraged because they said, why, I was going every day, I was eating well, I was doing the yoga, I was lifting the weights, and I was feeling good, and now look it, I don't feel happy. It's not working. And this is what most people encounter when they make happiness the goal is that happiness is fleeting, just like sadness. It's a sensation, and that sensation will come and it will go. And sometimes it comes uh, for long periods of time or for short periods of time, and sometimes it goes for long periods of time or short periods of time. But it's just a sensation. It's a, a feeling. And anything that is a sensation is temporary, right? These feelings are temporary. And when you put your happiness or you put your desire or your goals based on these sensations, you're creating suffering. In fact, this is really the foundation for Buddhism, right? Is to 
learn not to have any aversion or desire, to allow what happens to happen, and then to not react. But in this situation that most people create is they place their happiness on some ideal life or some ideal situation. And when this is going well, they feel accomplished. They feel that they're successful. But when there are problems in the life that take away this sensation, they think that they are failures. And you think, I'm not having a good time in my life. I'm not successful. I'm encountering these problems. And then that discouragement takes you away from these activities that you thought would make you happy. So now maybe you're not going to the gym or you're not going to the yoga class or you're eating foods that are not as healthy for you. And then these sensations, this depression or the sadness or the disappointment or discouragement compound and you start to feel worse about yourself or your situation. And then you remember how you felt when you were happy. And you say, this is my goal is to get this happiness back in my life when everything was going fine. And this is a pattern that many people repeat because it's inevitable that you're going to go up and down, up and down when you're making happiness your goal. And this is not the goal of life. The goal of life is not to be happy. It's not to not be happy, but it's not to be happy. The goal of life is self-awareness. And as you become more self-aware, then the side effect of this or the effect of this is longer periods of happiness, but not 100% happiness because this is impossible. Right? It's just a sensation, and all sensations come and go as nature. And so, what you're trying to do is really become aware of yourself, aware of who you are. Because as you do this, then what this does is it stops you from reacting to when you are unhappy or when things are not going as well. Because this is really what we want to achieve is we want to achieve this experience where we don't react. When things are happy, this is fine. When things are not happy, when things are not working out as we had intended, this is fine also, as long as you're not reacting and attaching your desire or your aversion to this situation. And this is really the objective in this life is to learn how to be independent of life circumstances, is to allow these to happen without reacting, without allowing yourself to be motivated by sensations. Because even if it's a positive sensation and we chase it, which we often do, this is called desire. And this desire then becomes addiction. And this is also something that brings us suffering. The only way to not suffer 
is not to create a life of happiness, but to create a life of not reacting to life's situation, to maintain your awareness of who you are and understand that nothing external can change this, this worrying or this anticipation or this desire to be happy is just fear. It's this fear of of not being present with the self. And what you want to do is to allow the self to express. And this self-expression, whether it comes from sadness or happiness or fear or whatever, it is an expression of this inner experience. And this is the goal is to learn how to express yourself without reacting to life's situations. And to understand that this life, the path of life, is self-awareness, because this path of self-awareness brings this inner stillness, this inner stillness that allows you to be at peace, whether life is going well or whether it's not. And so this is what you're trying to create, is this disposition, this disposition position of balance and peace, that no matter how chaotic life may get for you, that you're able to find peace within it and be unreactive to the impulses that are created, because we create many impulses from all these fears and all these desires of being happier, not being happier, trying to create an ideal situation for your life. But what you want to do is understand the path of life is self-awareness, and that self-awareness brings its own peace, its own foundation of authenticity, of confidence that no matter what happens, you're able to deal with it. You're able to get past it and not be subjected to the imbalances that the impulses can create. So this path of self-awareness creates the foundation for you to communicate authentically. And this authentic expression is where your purpose is found. And once we find our purpose or once we express our purpose, we're able to then enjoy ourselves and to let go let go to this external influence of what's happening outside of you. Then it doesn't matter if life is going perfectly or imperfectly because you are centered, you are the same, and you are unreactive. And then you are peaceful. And this can't be disturbed. And when you can create this foundation, then you're able to express love to yourself and to those in your environment much easier. And this is the real purpose of self-awareness, is to express this inner experience, which at its essence is pure love. And when you're not able to do that, it's because of all the judgment, the impulses, and the desires and aversions that you have that are preventing you from expressing this love towards yourself and then reflecting it outward towards others. But when you're able to do this and to see yourself beyond the temporary, then you're able to withstand the times in life 
that are not so easy, that are not so happy. And you don't get discouraged because you realize that this is just part of life. You know, people think, oh, a yogi has no problems in life, that their life is perfect. And this is not true. What's true is that when you have these problems in life, you're able to deal with them better because you're not reacting to them. You're not being subjected to the impulses that most people generate because of all the self-judgment and all the desires and inversions they have in life because they don't really understand themselves. But when you understand yourself and you recognize that this is not about me, this is just a temporary aspect of life, and the way I interact with this experience is going to determine how how smoothly my life goes or how I'm able to get past this experience. But it's all about being present. And when you make happiness the path, what you're doing is you're setting a goal. And everything you do is comparing yourself to this goal. And you can look at, I think it was episode 35, the difference between setting goals and intentions. And this may help you as well, because when we set these goals, then we are constantly judging ourselves based on these goals, as opposed to just setting this intention and being focused in the present moment of what's happening now and not reacting to it. Because it's the reaction which is taking away this idea of being happy, because you're thinking that you have to be happy And this is not the path. The path is to recognize who you are. Because once you do that, you understand the truth. And the truth is permanent. All these things like happiness and all the projections that you have are on the temporary. And the temporary is just going to bring you suffering if you're basing all your desires on things that change, because it's just inevitable. It's going to change. And this is why the path of life is not happiness, but self-awareness. And it's this self-awareness which brings the disposition or the experience of peace. And this experience of peace is what brings you into situations without being reactive. And it allows you to have these experiences in life which maybe are not so pleasant and difficult, but since you're at peace and since you are aware of yourself and how you're interacting with this experience, you're not being reactive. You're not saying, I need to feel this way. I need to experience this sensation because this is not going to help you. It's only going to make things worse. And this is what happens when we get depressed, is that we start to try to get out of it. And we say, I was better before this depression. I can't wait till after this depression. But we're not being present. And so we're not learning what it's trying to show us. And this is what you need to do is to be present and understand that it's only peace that you're creating. It's only this balance so that you cannot be motivated by 
the temporary, or by the impulses of the mind or the body. And you're able to express love to yourself and to those around you much easier. And this is the path of life, the path of self-awareness or the path of love, not happiness. It's expressing this love to yourself, which is your self-expression and which brings you the connection to everything around you. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code The Story of Me Podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the program. Please continue to support the podcast by rating, reviewing, and sharing with a friend, and make a donation if you are enjoying the content that I am providing for you. Go to thestoryofmepodcast.com to submit your questions, find links to follow me on social media, and to make a donation. Until the next time, from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. Do